When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today, I got a man fresh home who I've been looking forward to having a conversation with for a long time. Savvy Third is in the building. How you feeling, man? I'm in the house, man. You know, I feel good, though. Yeah? We supposed to be in did this. I know, right? Long time ago. That's cool, though. You had to go go away for a little while uh, right when you were heating up there last time. Yeah. Yeah. I had to get that over here. People don't know that was an old ass case. Was it? It was from 2018 January. Okay. What kind and of case I was this? Stretched it all the way out to. 2020. Oh, you just kept pushing it back. Kept pushing it back. I even went on the run twice. Really? Really? What, so, what was this case over? Uh, it was a hit and run with injury. Ah. Uh. But I had um, I had a parole violation, and then they gave me 16 one for that, plus. For it with 80 for the uh, hit and run injury. Wow. That so you kind of knew that you were going to be doing a couple years there for yeah, a long time? Yeah, I thought I was going to do at least. I'm like, if I ever get caught, like when it's time, I'm going to do for sure at least three years for right. sure. I'm going to do three years for sure at least. Right. So I keep getting out of jail. Bail out. They keep giving me a bail. They gave me a bail again. Boom. I went on a run. Every time I get out, I bail out going on a run because I know that. I'm not trying to go to jail, period, because I'm going to go back to that pen. Right. So uh, I go back that last time, they didn't give me no bill. It was over. But were you just living in fear? Like, is it stressful fucking yeah, it knowing was, that? it was the most stressful time of my life. If you get pulled over, you're done. It was, like, the most stressful time of my life. I couldn't. I was a whole different person, for sure. Really? You're just stressed out? Everything. That shit affected everything. Cause I know in the back of my mind I gotta go to jail one day. But are you kind of also thinking like, shit, maybe I could do this for like ten years? Jail? No, like being on the run. Oh no. Oh, well, yeah, hell yeah, because I know homies that did that. Mm. I got a homie that was on the run. Beans, rest in peace, Beans. He was on the run for eight years, bro. On the run for eight years with a real outstanding felony warrant. Wow. He didn't get caught, so that that's what motivated me. <laughs> so I was thinking about that, but. I knew once I got caught, especially I had just had my son. So right. I really was like, nah, I ain't going to jail. Like, he only one years old. Mm-hmm. Hell nah. Definitely. He won and I go to jail for four years? Nah, I'm not doing that. So right. I got caught and only did a year, bro. And I mean, your career, like 2018, because you've been putting out music videos for what, like 10 years? Um, yeah. um Let me see. Since 20, yeah, 10 years. We can say 10 years, yeah. I mean, 2018 was really when your career started yeah, hitting, right. though, wouldn't you say? Right. But I started, like, yeah, 2018 is when it took off. Right. Jesus Christ, having a fucking race out there on the street. 10 years for sure. Right. So, I mean, was that part of why you didn't want to uh, turn yourself in? That was just the fact that it was fucking. Um, I mean, I knew that. You were going up. Yeah. Because I, I, I built my fan base, and then I knew that the shit that I was putting out was, like, really feeding them. And right. it would motivate me to do that. You know what I'm saying? So now it's not like I'm trying to catch people's attention. Now I got people's attention, and I'm trying to keep it. So it's like, damn, let me drop something hot. Oh, man, I just drop some shit, hoping it take off. And the shit that I think could take off, it don't usually be it. But the shit that do take off, 
it'd be the random ones. Right. Like batter up. That was a that was a SoundCloud throwaway for me. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my biggest song. But isn't that like the thing that makes you want to keep making music? Because mm-hmm. that realization that if you go in and make two songs, that one of those songs could be the fucking song mm-hmm. that changes your life exactly. right there. It could be any one. Any one. But I just always try to keep the fun in making music. Like, mm. if I don't got a passion for it, then I can't do it. And once that shit gone, it's over. Like, if I'm not having fun with it, if I'm not having fun making this music in the studio every night, mm. getting better and shit, like, with my sound and just all different type of melodies and stuff, just learning everything more about music and really loving it. Mm. If I ain't loving it, I can't do it. I'm not going to just do it for the money or nothing. I'm, I'll, I'll just go broke. Right. I gotta love it. So if I'm still making music, I mean, I'm loving this shit. Are you so in love with making music that you are sort of like tormented by being away from it while you are locked up? Like the realization that you're just missing out on these years yeah. of being able to record? And- yeah. I mean, that killed me. Being in there just like, I couldn't even write for the first like seven months in there. I couldn't write nothing. I tried to write. I couldn't write nothing. I'm like, man. But um, it killed me just not being able to make music and just being a student, had that vibe shows everything that's all i visualize that's all i visualize bro like and being with my son that's it them two things right that's it so after six months you started to feel comfortable enough to record or not to record but to write yeah i wrote a couple songs after six months once i went to uh reception Mm. because you know reception you don't got nothing no phones so i had to write i finally started writing and i got in the groove by the time i got to the main line i was already writing like damn near at least once a week right yeah, I mean, that's kind of the question, like, because w- when you're at home, do you punch in in the booth? Yeah, I mean, but okay. I punch in, see, my recording process, like, uh, I listen to it, I, and even though I wrote it, I go do that line, that one line over and punch that in, you know what I'm saying? But I wrote all that, you feel me? It's not freestyle. Right. Sometimes I freestyle, go in there with nothing straight from the dome and punch it in. I just have like a theory that even though most rappers punch in, that if you write your verses in in advance and then you sort of like really work on each individual line, that a lot of the biggest rap songs end up being those songs. Because do you seen this Kanye documentary yet? Yeah. Because the those songs that Kanye was writing for yes. fucking months, and then he finally gets yes. to record it, and he's Man, he's I made every you, bar wow. hilarious or something really I swear smart. To God, you know, the ones that you when you sit there, when you sit down and and really think about what you want to say instead of yeah. just coming off the top. I mean, that's that's cool, but it's way more potent when you sit down and write that shit, bro. Because. Man, niggas' pen game be crazy. So when mm. you just sit down and and give them some time to like come up with some shit, it's cold. It's way. It's a it's a big difference. Right. Immediately, like, like the shit I wrote and the shit that I freestyle, you could tell. It's mm. immediately like, oh yeah, you wrote that. Like you sat down and thought about that. You right. I mean? The other shit, it sound like it's cool. It's a it's a it's a vibe, but like you could tell it's not written. Right. Hundred percent. You could tell. Definitely. So, what was your jail experience like? Like this time around at least like in terms of how fucked up it was or how how it is for you now as somebody who's so known as a rapper around la this time it was it was totally different bro totally different oh that's going gangs he just stepped in the building uh this time it was it was completely different the first time is my first experience you know you go through that county experience going to court back and forth back and forth to court in the county, that's a total different experience than going back and forth on the street. Right. So if you're in the county uh, going to court, and it's your first, it's, it's a whole nother experience. Like when you go to court, it's phase cracking. Like it's really like it's booming in LA County for mm. sure, wherever you at. 
But this time, bro, it was like I'm famous, so certain niggas would be like, you know, most niggas show they love, you feel me? Mm. They, 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 they like, I respect it. You walk in the main line, I respect it. And plus, I ain't turning down nothing. And I'm really tripping. I'm not going to lie. Like, you feel me? Right. But I ain't going to pop it on here. I ain't going to pop it on the podcast. Right. But I like, like, if a nigga know, if you see me in that county jail, I'm tripping, bro. I'm not going to lie. For because all right, when you're at home. Like, I got to, I feel like I got to, I got to be the one that trip, like, because I already know that, that they think that's what I'm on. Like, that's right. what I'm not on. I mean, they think that's what I'm not on. So I'm tripping. You feel me? I'm like, no. I can't give him no room. You know what right. I'm saying? I can't give him no room. For it. But some niggas that came and tripped on me, mm. and I gave them what they want, period. That's just how it go. But is it, do you at all feel like, you know, I'm something now. I got something to lose. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I got this crusty-ass bum who thinks uh, that he's yeah. worthy of a goddamn fist fight with yeah. me. Every and you're day. just kind of feeling insulted by the fact that he mm. even has this opportunity. Because on the street, you would never give this guy a fair fade, right? He's a never. fucking weirdo, you know? We don't fight ops. Right. Never. But, uh... I expect that shit. So every day I'm, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, a nigga be in certain modules. You right. feel me? They 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 got certain modules. Like, they got the gangsters and the hoovers. Everybody that's allies in one module. Okay. You feel me? So they put niggas that, that get along together. If you fall in somewhere else where, like, they don't get along with your side, you feel me? You might get a couple fades and you get pulled over there or whatever. But wherever you land, you just got to stay the same nigga. I was the same nigga every time, wherever I went. The right. same nigga. I don't know who up in here. They asked me where I'm from, from Baby and Shane. Mm. Whatever. I say it the same way as if I knew it was 100 homies in here. Right. Like, if a nigga knew all his homies in here, he going to be with the extras. Right. You feel me? I'm from whoo, whoo, whoo. But if he knew all his enemies was in here, he ain't going to do it like that. No, I'm the same nigga every time. Right. You feel me? So that's all you got to do. You just... Gotta stay thorough, bro. That's are you it. are you miserable being in that environment though, or or once you get in there, are you just kind of like, all right, it is what it I is. I'm lie, man. I was in there smoking spice, <laughs> getting through the time. Damn. Yeah, I was high as a motherfucker. It's expensive. Niggas like Savi got the bag. He in here blowing the bag on spot. <laughs> man, man, boy, listen. Compare that there. to some good weed though. Man, it's a whole nother high. Yeah, it's, it's not. You can't even put it in the same category. No, bro, okay. niggas be catting out off that shit. Niggas don't cat off no weed. Right. That's a chemical. Like, yeah. Niggas are smoking incense. That's what they told me when I was downtown at the I, store I and like, shit. That's all we got. They I told me that the, the crazy shit that you see downtown with the bums, people think it's meth, heroin, whatever. Yeah. It's the spice. The K two is what's really man, making them off the wall. Tell you. I seen so much shit, man. I was in there smoking that, but but you never did any crazy nah, shit. Never, no? ever. That's all the mind thing, man. Too vicious for that. I never. What? Hell no. Nah. Right, but, but that, uh, that's just all you could get in there. That's just the easy shit. Nah, to get? I mean shit. It was other shit, but I wasn't. I wasn't doing no drugs in there. You feel me? I wasn't fucking around in there. I was eating. That's how I got fat. Uh -huh. I was in there eating. You feel me? I couldn't do no. I'm not about to do no drugs. That's gonna make me think too hard. Right. And then I'm gonna really be mad as a motherfucker in this jail cell. So I'm about to do some shit that's gonna have me. Sleepy and all that, you know what I'm saying? So I was smoking some spice. Once you get in a groove in there, though, it becomes less violent, I would assume, where you kind of, everybody's sort of legal. I mean, legal, shit, whoever fucked me, if, uh, uh, I was with niggas that I fucked with, you feel me? I was with the Hovers. I was with the gangsters. I was with them. I was in that module. Okay. But you feel me? A couple of enemies, they'll they fall through. Like, oh, you got an enemy here. I'm the from the squabbling. That's mm -hmm. it. Boom. Get out the way, and that's what it is. It's okay. over. But then you can see that, that cool. guy a hundred more times, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's cool. I mean, yeah, it's cool after that. Niggas know. It's good after that. But, yeah, it's rare that you squabble a nigga, and you see him later on at court again or something, and you squabble him again. Like, if you squabble, okay, you going to be like, I squabbled you already. You already know it's kind of like you gain a certain level of respect for each yeah, other. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. For sure, for sure.
For sure. Um, okay, can we take it back though? Like, uh, tell me a little bit about your early days in Long Beach. Uh, well, I've been from Locust Ave the whole time. Okay. Like, I can say that the whole time. I can. That's all I know. I was at Tenth and Stanley for many years there. I've been from Twenty First and Locust since forever. Right. Like, it never was nothing else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas be having different shit. Ten years ago, he wasn't saying that. He was saying a whole other thing. I was saying something. I was saying the same thing. Right. Like I said, but you know, uh, it was like you know, it was it wasn't hard. It was hard, but we made it work. Shit, I right. made it work. You feel me? Like I always gypsy my way through life. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm an East Side nigga. I always <laughs> made it happen. I figured it out. Right. Sure. I mean, Long Beach is an interesting place, you know? You got a lot of nice areas. You Long got some crazy-ass areas. Man, Long Beach is a crazy city. I love Long Beach, bro. Right. Shout out to Long Beach, man. Growing up, though, like, I mean, did you think of yourself as somebody who was from L.A. or, like, part of L.A.? Or were you thinking, I'm Never. Long Beach? That's it. Never. I'm from Long Beach. Okay. But as a as a, as a as an artist now, you know what I'm saying? I could, I could go with the term and be okay with being called an L.A. artist. Because that's what they're gonna say. You go on the radio and they're like, "We got one of the hottest artists from Los Angeles." Oh no, no, I'm gonna be like, well, be I'm, like I'm, I'm, "I'm gonna Long let them know." Yeah, I'm gonna let them know. Like, I'm from Los Angeles County, but right. you know, I'm from Long Beach for sure. Right. Like, it's just something you have a shitload of pride in. Yeah, definitely, bro. Like, we gotta show pride in our city, cause man, it's like a it's a big elephant in the room, but niggas don't talk about it, man. Niggas never like Long Beach. Mm. They never like Long Beach like that. They always say a little little shit. But you know what I'm saying? They know, niggas, they know what's going on. You feel me? They respect what they respect. But niggas always say little shit. Niggas catch that. I ain't gonna beat around the bush and sugarcoat it. But you know, they give us our respect. I know that. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. They give us our respect. That's all we ask for. Right. But do you, was that part of what motivated you to rap? Is just really wanting to represent, do a good job representing? For sure, that's one of the, I mean, hell yeah, that's what motivated me. Matter of fact, hell yeah. Right. Like, nigga, that made me feel amazing. I know I'm putting on for my homies and my niggas in my section. I know that they're going to be proud of this. I'm like, yeah, they're going to love this. Mm. The people, my people. Because Long Beach has had some of the biggest rappers in the history of Man, we got Southern some. California, but then also has gone long periods of time without really having a king of the yeah. city, per se. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shit. Until Savvy J came out after Snoop. What was that? Probably Advil. That was a Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> Respect. Respect the honesty. Um, okay. So growing up, though, would you say, like, like, were you just automatically in the streets? Or were you sort of attracted to the fuck shit? I was automatically in there. Shit, I mean, I lived right in the set. Like... I live in the set. Then growing up, you feel me? A nigga didn't understand it as a little ass kid, but then once I got to middle school, it was a rap. Right. They had me. They got me. High schools were wild as fuck out there. High school was like adult life. High school was crazy. Poly high. Oh man. Oh, I know Polly. We share a school with our ops. Really? You feel me? So it's crazy. Other niggas in LA, they they had their own school. They and then they ops got a school over here. Uh -huh. Like, this the Wutu school and this our school over here. We share school with ours. Wow. Feel me? But a couple on the west side, a couple on the north side. But, nigga, we share school on the east side with our eye. But so is it just, what, you fighting in math class every day? Or how does that go down? We fighting it whenever it's, it's cracking. Right. You feel me? Whenever we see them or whatever, 
It, I mean, it was cracking though. After school, really though, that's when he would, when it was booming. Mm. You'll see a bunch of grown niggas outside in the front, probably high niggas, all kind of niggas up in the front. Oh, we do, yeah, I'm in the front on aim. You'd have grown ass men tripping in the fucking parking lot. Nigga, we up here, we up here. Niggas what, are they recruiting? We tripping, they, they tripping. We tripping. Really? Go to uh, Polly Burgers when it was Tommy's. Yeah. You feel me? Right down the street. It's I used to Burgers drive now. by Polly every day. I had no idea it was so hectic over there. Yeah. I mean, now it's, it's probably nice as a motherfucker. Really? I'm probably, I, my generation probably the last, last of that that, that turned up breed. Well, you now feel like that? High school. I mean, like, well, with the high school though, with the high school, that's it. You feel me? Right. Like, cause we got a whole new generation that's tipping shit. Right. Cause when I drive down fucking Fourth Street in Long Beach yeah. now, and I look around, I'm always like amazed by how much nicer it keeps getting, and yeah. how many cool little stores and yeah. all this kind of shit. Yeah, they trying to. I mean. They gonna they gonna clean it up and make it look good, but right. they always been like that. I remember when they did that shit to the pipe, gave that that makeover. Right, yeah. Made it look good. Oh, it was grimy over there before. Huh? It was grimy over there by the pike. For the record, that's like the main shopping area down by the beach in Long Beach. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It, I mean, it was just, it, it didn't look like that. Yeah. <laughs> there was no Hooters? No, Hooters was down there. Oh, shit. Gameworks was down there. They switched that to the bowling alley. Uh, oh, that Nike store wasn't down there. Right. They just they, they gave it a whole makeover. We used to be at the lighthouse, <clears throat> live, drinking any type of liquor we could get our hands on. Right. <laughs> when did you uh, decide you wanted to start rapping, though? When I was, when I was 14. 14. Well, I was faking, like, I used to rap the instrumentals when I was 12 when Carter Three came out. Okay. I used to rap the instrumentals and shit. And then, because uh, my mom sang, and my dad used to rap. He, I was in the studio my whole life with him, you feel me? Really? If it wasn't for that, I, I got a song with him when I was a little ass kid, you feel me? Really? So, goes to say, uh, I've been in, like, around music my whole life, but I really started, like, taking it, or, like, like, making songs when I got out of camp. And me and the homies made, no, we made our first song before I went to camp. I got out of camp. I made my first song, like, by myself. Mm. And I got good feedback. And it was like, you hard. Then I made a, a mixtape with my dog, Johnny Love, called Plead the Phil. We made a whole mixtape and sold CDs in ninth grade. They love that shit. So I, I kept going all the, all the way after that. Mm. All the way. Definitely. And, and the was there anybody you were looking at who kind of let you see, like, oh, this is a, a real way you can make money and, and really have something for yourself? Uh, all I, I mean, all that was on my mind was, was getting a deal, and I thought, I thought everything would be picture perfect. Mm. Like, that's what was on my mind. Like, as a young nigga, rapping and trying to like take it serious. I'm just trying to get a deal. That's the biggest. That's my biggest goal. Mm. You feel me? I wanted to sell out stadiums. That was, but that seemed like a dream that was too big for me. Right. Like getting a deal was was um, it was realistic to me. Like I can actually do that. You feel me? Get somebody attention, boom, because the social media started booming. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was active on every social media. Right. That's when Instagram first started in 2010 and shit. Like, 
but those were kind of the dark ages where labels weren't really giving people good deals. Yeah, and well, you, I, it I, was hard to make money as an independent artist because everybody's watching shit on YouTube, but you're not right, making any money off right, streaming. So all shit. I thought of was getting a deal. Mm. You feel me? And then, nigga, I started fucking with DOC at, at uh, Universal. Oh, right. I remember DOC. That, that was my first like little taste of the real deal, like studios. I ain't never been in a real studio like that before. Right. That was a whole new vibe. You feel me? He started, we made a whole project. I popped some Xanax one night. And made a project? Well, or no, I felt listen, like you were about to say something happened. bad happened. Okay. It did, listen. I popped some Xanax one night and woke up in jail. Damn. And they said I was in jail for armed robbery and first degree residential burglary. I said, no! You had no idea. I had no idea. I don't remember. I still don't remember what I did. Holy shit. I did four years for that. Xanax is a hell of a drug. I never did it again. Oh, yes, I did. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but I don't do it now. I, that, that's like my worst nightmare. Because when I used to do Zans and shit, I would Bro, always feel like something crazy could happen that, that would really my fuck my life up and I would fucking not even know. That shit changed my... Bro, I don't remember. I didn't, oh. don't remember. So that fucked up that whole situation with DOC, right? Right. Boom, and I got out. He was just over it at that point. He's like, fuck it, I ain't working with younger artists now. I mean, yeah, I mean. Or it was, just you he, specifically. He knew I was about to do some, like, a couple of years. So he was like, I wasted his time. You right. feel me? Like, I caught a case. And we, we put in all that work and time in the studio, bro, with the wow. features and everything. We was trying to get that shit going. And we was about to. Like, it really felt like it. Like, at, like in 2013. And I went to jail, went to jail in 2014, all the way to the end of uh, no, yeah, the end of 2017. And you had no chance of beating this case. No, it was dead bang. They oh. called me dead bang. Wow. That's what they said. What, like in the middle of performing like, like, the armed robbery? No, I mean, not like I, I don't know. I think they said I was coming out, or and then I, I tried to go. I don't know. They said I knocked at somebody else's door. I was fucked up, and then I, I turned around and walked away, and they just caught me walking up the street. Wow. With a bunch of shit on me. That's fucked up. So do you think your rap career that was sick? Was your rap dream dead for a while there? Or were you just thinking, nah, I just got to get out and I'll be nah, good? Hell no. I, what? I started going hard. I started mm. writing. I was hungry, bro, because all I was hearing on the street was shit that was popping in my city. Like, shit, like damn, they got that popping. They told me, uh, Long Beach Movement. I'm like, Long Beach Movement? What's that? They're like, man, I got a bunch of niggas from all different hoods and Snoop. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like... Ah, you feel me? So that motivated me. Because uh. I, I knew I was going to get out and do my shit, bro. I'm not going to lie. Right. I was like, after I, if I get through all this time, that seemed like forever to me, bro. I was in love. Nigga, I was in the middle. Man, my whole world came crashing down, bro. You feel me? A lot of shit, my whole life changed in that four years. So I'm like, if I get through this, nigga, I'm, something going to happen. Right. So I got through it. Nigga, I, find, I felt like I, I would never get out some days. I'm like, I'm never going home. I got three years left. Oh, my God. Wow. So, nigga, I knew I was going to get out and do my thing. I was motivated in that motherfucker. I'm not going to lie. Right. I was hungry. So how many years did you have for a run there before you went in this most recent time? Wait, say it again? Like, how long did you have in between that prison bid and then going in more recently? Oh, it was, I got out, that was 2017, and I just did a year, 2020 to 2020. Oh, it was only a year? Yeah, only a okay. year. I only did 13 months. Okay. Damn. Um... So, yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people kind of, well, obviously you're creating your own buzz, but then at a certain point you do a management deal with WAC, right? No, I, mean, I signed to 
Cash Money oh, West. Oh, you signed Cash Money West. And but Wack was involved mm-hmm. with it too, right? Like on the management Wack, side or Wack made that happen. Yeah, okay. the management side. He's my manager. How did he right? actually reach out to you? That was that's a crazy ass story, bro. <laughs> it's kinda unbelievable. I'm really? not gonna lie. Man, that's a crazy story. I think I only told it one time. But um Let me see. Okay, so March start fucking with Warren G. Okay. I was signed to Warren G. Right. Well, I signed to Warren G in like, I think April or May. But we, I was fucking with him from uh, like all the way from March till then. And then. Um, but it is, it is kind of crazy that you so early in your career got the attention of somebody like DOC, Warren G, like yeah. all these West Coast legends just seeing the potential of, of you. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, I always got the vibes like that I was great, but I just wanted to. I always looked up to like Kendrick and shit. I wanted to be on a superstar level, bro. You feel me? I always got the vibe like I'm hard as a motherfucker. I got the whole package, da da da. Right. You know what I'm saying? But as I got, got deeper in the game, I realized that that's not all you need. You mm. feel me? You need more than that. You got to really know the business and you got to move right, bro. So it was like, man, one mistake, it costs you everything. You feel me? So it's like, um, I always got them vibes, though, you know, as far as, like, great shit happening. I always did miracle shit, you feel me? So it's kind of it's kind of normal to me. I'm not going to lie, but, like, from the outside looking in, it's, it, it look amazing. Right. You know? So you were, you did a whole project with Warren G, and you were, like, on the verge of signing well, with him? I signed with Warren G. Oh, you G. did sign. Okay. I was signed with Warren G. Look, I started recording with him. We was recording, recorded some songs and shit. Um, and he, he, he presented the, uh, the deal to me. You feel me? Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I signed it. We get ready to go on tour. Wax started hitting me. I uh, one of the homies posted one of my um, freestyle videos I did in the car when I was doing that shit every week. Right. Wax follow him. He re- he uh, comment on there. Who is this young nigga? I want to sign him. Blah blah blah. So I, I'm not gonna lie. The whole time, the whole time, I'm thinking Wax Cavern. Mm. Like, cause he uh, he hit me on Instagram. Boom. He like I um. I got a, I got the keys to the Cash Money West from Birdman. He looking for his first artist. He want to sign you as his first artist. Feel me? Start screenshotting uh, shit that he want to put out under them. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking. I'm 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 talking back and forth with him, but I ain't telling him what's going on with uh, me and Warren G. You feel me? Because I don't even believe him. He mm. talking about Birdman and all this. Like it's something new to me. So I really didn't believe him at the time. I'm not gonna lie. So I go on tour with Warren G. Um, get off tour with Warren G. I come back. Uh, this is June 29th. Uh, I'm sitting in the car, parked in the back of my um, my grandma apartment, mm. and I'm in the back seat. The police drive through. They stop, start fucking with me for nothing. They didn't let me out the car. They ran my name, seen on my parole, searched the car as a gun under the seat. Mm. Boom. Prior to that, whack. I answered the phone on accident. He called me. He connected to the Bluetooth. <laughs> he, he connected to the Bluetooth. She think it's, because I'm with a female, she think it's her uh, phone. You feel me? Ringing. She answered from the steering wheel. Uh-huh. I've been declining white calls. You feel me? Like I, I, I've been like, like, like moving around him. So he called. She answered on accident, and he like, hold on, don't. Uh, he like, hold on, hello, don't hang up, don't hang up, nigga. Since you think I'm bullshitting, stunner on the line, stunner on the line. I'm about to merge him. Hold on. So he merging. 
Birdman like, <laughs> Birdman like, Playboy. <laughs> I looked at her, she said, look, I looked at her, she said, I said, she said, she said, that's Birdman. I said, yeah. I said, what's going on? He said, yeah, man, everything you hear coming out of his mouth is coming straight from my mouth. Right. I'm trying to change your life, man. So that's when I knew. I was like, all right. He's been telling the truth this whole time. Right. You feel me? But but you're, that changes everything. you're probably like a pretty loyal guy. And yeah. did, did it feel like man, bro, weird I, to do that to Warren G? No, listen, because shit led up to that. That's okay. what I'm saying. It led up to, to it, I, I feel like anybody would have did what I did in that position. You feel me? Because, man, I'm not here to talk about that shit, bro. I don't want to talk about because I'm not going to mention what he did, but so I won't seem like the bad guy. But I had my reasons, bro. Right. I just, just said I had my reasons. You feel okay. me? So, anyway, um, now I know Wack not he not lying, bro. You feel me? So that changes everything. Now we set up a meeting um, at the Fox Hills Mall. I'm supposed to meet him up there the next day. Boom! Right after that, that's when the police came through the alley. Right. Found the gun. Took me to jail. I got a parole for four days. Mm-hmm. Boom! She get out. We bail her out. She get right out. Um. I get out, and let me see. Cause I signed on the 10th. No, I signed on the, the 17th. And that was July. I got out like two days. Yeah, that was July 6th, two days after the 4th of July. Boom, I shot that batter up video. Uh, and I went and met Wack up there. Uh-huh. Wack and a couple other people right up, right up there at the Fox Hills Mall. They bring the contract. Uh, I bring the contract on my email. I show them it's the same one, bro. You feel me? Like the lawyer even said it. It's the same one. The numbers is quadruple, bro. You feel me? Mm. So I'm taking that check on the show. That's all I did it for. Right. And then um, after that, you know, we announced the news. I was signing cash money. And then, shit, we tried what what happened from there? Like you know, th- there's all kinds of shit that you kind of expect when you sign to a label, and like different artists get different levels of attention from the label. Obviously, when you think about Cash Money, they've had huge fucking artists over the years, but they've also had plenty of artists that didn't really go anywhere. Like, how much attention did you feel like you were getting? Um, when it first happened, bro, it was like you know, set the city on fire, like. You know, that nigga Savi Savi, like, that shit was big, you feel me? Mm. It was big. And then, uh, let me see, it went left, like, it went left when I, after I got out, no, yeah, after I got out from that violation, I went on a high-speed chase mm. in, the, in the 550, so, uh, that that changed everything. Really? At that, that time right there, I was on, I was in jail for two months. They, uh, I went on a high-speed chase, I had guns on me, you feel me? Toss the guns, they didn't find them. And then they just got me for a parole, I mean, a probation violation. And uh, I ended up just doing uh, like 80 some days. Right. Two months and some change. But you felt like but the label lost. Two months and some change. They, they lost change interest everything. during that time? Um, no, because Birdman, well, Birdman, he was still, he was sending me money and everything. You feel me? Even though I had money, he was still sending me money in a bank account every week that I was in jail that for that time. When I got out, I got out and uh, you know we 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 was linking up and shit. We had a plan, but I'm not gonna lie, they had already. Cho- I could see that they already chose to move forward with Blueface. Uh, That's what it was. And it period. didn't seem like they were interested in doing both. I mean, no, they were, but uh, I was on the back burner. I didn't want to be. 
Mm. Feel me? So I just started doing my own thing. I ain't gonna lie, I went rogue a lot. Really? I wasn't ready to be managed. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't, I didn't have a mental for it. I was still a young high head. I didn't have none of the wisdom that I got now. I was nowhere near the person that I am now, like mentally. Uh, it was just my first experience doing shit, like, and I just wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready, like, for the business part, bro. You feel me? And that's what I said. Like, as I got deeper into it, I seen that it's way more to it than just talent. Right. So that business part, I didn't I didn't have that shit all the way right because I fucked it up. I, all I had to do was just take guidance, right. and, you know, and just, you know, do what I'm supposed to do. Did you did you but, feel was part of it like you taking it personal? Like y'all were fucking with me. I go away for two months and now you got to no, 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 I wasn't. But because I'm not gonna lie, man, whack is crazy. Cause <laughs> he crazy on the set. Really? I love whack, bro. I would never say I've never said nothing bad about whack in my life. But you guys have gone back and forth a Let, little bit, right? Oh no, have you have you seen me ever really say like, go to anything where I talk about whack? I never say nothing bad about him ever. I, I always say that. Okay. I, I won't speak bad on his name because he's the one that gave me the opportunity in the first place. Where I come from, that's the hand that fed. Right. I would never. I, that's the first thing I'm gonna look at. You feel me? So I always come at him respectfully. Like I always look at him, like you know, up here. You mm. feel me? So, with that being said, we always clash because I just you know whatever I'm like. I just feel like I'm saying what I'm saying. He's saying what he's saying. But at the same time, he gonna get like what he say is right. It's right, but he gonna keep saying that shit mm. even after you didn't got it right. Like damn, whack. Okay, I got it now. But whack crazy though, and we wasn't. I mean, I'm gonna take the fault, bro. When it come to that shit going left with that, I'm gonna take the fault for that because right. it was me ultimately. It was me ultimately. You, if you were, if you could live it again, would you have just sort of been patient? Yeah, I would. It would I would just. Mm. I would have did it right. Because when you think about it from their perspective. At that moment, Blueface was already viral as fuck. So from a label perspective, it's like with you, you had a wave going, but they're going to have to really like keep working yeah, on it. Man. Whereas like the Blueface thing was kind of yeah. just doing its own work at the time because yeah. it was he was just viral for all these yeah, different but, the shit with the right, mob. But it's not it's like it's like they can't say they didn't give me my chance. You right. feel me? They gave me my chance. We, we dropped a single, had Benny Boom shoot it and all that. We, we It was time for takeoff. We're going to go on the promo run. I went on a fucking high-speed take because I want to carry guns. Mm. It was my fault. Right. But coming from where you're coming from. You know, but, I mean, that's that was that's what my mind and my heart and my soul was telling me to do at that moment. So mm. I can't take it back. I don't regret it. If you could relive it, would you have just got the fuck out of Long Beach and, like, been posted up at the mansion or some shit? Like, you know, get a rental somewhere far away from everything? Or are you just too in love with your city and shit? I would have did it way different. I would have did it way different, but... Like shit, man. I'm not gonna lie. I did. I, I did a lot of shit right. I did a lot of shit right. Mm. I mean, but when it comes to just like building a building something with like doing what I was supposed to do, bro, it didn't work, and it was supposed to. Mm. It was supposed to. That's the whole reason they seen it in me. But I, you know, I, I feel like everybody would be more patient if they could go back in life. They'd be more patient with some certain things right um i don't regret it but i would do a lot of shit different because a lot of shit i was just doing irrationally mm. and like you know with no type of thought behind it right just moving literally just moving on like 
doing shit, bro. Right. No type of guidance. Yeah. No, definitely. Did your love of making music suffer during that at any point? No. No. I was having them. I was in my bag. Really? I get in that studio. Boy, what? I was in that bag. Every time I got in the booth, that's what I used to do. See, that's what I love to do. So now that I, just because I signed a deal, that's why I'm still going to do with with everything that I need. Like, you feel me? I'm in here. I'm having fun. I'm making good music. I was, I was, I was, I was making some hot shit. Right. But, uh, like, I always learn more and more. Like, recording, I always try to, like, get better. So with every little shit. When, in terms of the cash money thing not really working out, there was this weird situation where you made a joke on live or some shit where you said, I'm a squabble with Birdman, right? And then didn't that get misinterpreted briefly and you had to go back on live and be like, bruh, people are taking yeah. this out of context. That's not yeah. how I said it. Yeah, they always do that, though. They're going to troll on the show. It was just because Wack was tripping on me about that shit. That's the only reason I did it. Like, you feel me? They, they didn't did that with some whole other shit. I just said some shit on live and they... Uh, about Snoop and Death Row playing, and they put some shit on live talking about additional. Man, they try it. They always do that. And you and you know that a lot of people are gonna see the thumbnail on YouTube, and they're Ooh, not gonna PO click. calling me on the dead homies. Who, who is my PO? Oh shit! This is the first. Hello. Hi, ma'am. Oh, you said you said from like in between one and three, right? Yes, afternoon. Okay, thank you. All right. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Oh, we got to see you uh, like code switch there a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. You, you know? got to get in that bag. Yeah, I got a couple of homies like <laughs> the, like the bank calls, and then I'm like, I hear yeah, them just speaking so white, much more properly, your, and I'm like, yeah. oh fuck. Put your white people voice on. <laughs> yeah, hello, yes, ma'am. How long you got to be checking in with them now? She said I could get off in 18 months. Oh, shit. Maybe a year. Right. Go get my passport, go out, go uh, overseas. Ooh. Man, I've never been out of, out of the country, bro. Is that a goal? Hell yeah. Mm. What? Man, they, that's where they really show love with no filter. Mm. And Af yeah, Africa, that is out of the country. Yeah. You haven't been there yet, but that's I mean, the first place you're planning on going? No, I'm saying like, like Africa, that's where they really show love with no filter. Yeah. Like, they love you. I always hear from everybody in terms of Europe or wherever that yeah. when you tour out there that they're just a million times more excited. Yeah. About, LA is the most jaded people on earth, you know? I could tell. You could just, you could just tell, like, right. the way they show love on vlogs and shit. You be seeing shit like they show love out there. Right. Definitely. Gotta go out there. Um, Man, so where, what's your mentality on music at this point? Like, are you are you stuck on being an independent artist? Are you still thinking about signing? Like, like where's your mentality at? I mean, I just did like, I mean, the independent shit is really where it's at, bro. Because mm -hmm. like, the numbers I do, and the, the of my check I get every month, you feel me? I gotta share that shit with nobody. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm doing, I'm doing that shit by myself. Right. And then like, I just did like a little shit with, with Empire and, and uh, my nigga Davo. Oh, nice. You know, for one project, that was just some quick shit. And then the project is gonna be like super impactful at the same time. Right. Like, but. I, I really feel like the independent, whatever situation is right, but uh, the independent shit is where it's at, but if you really want to go the distance, you need a, a machine behind you. Right. 
But you got like a taste of what that was like with the cash money thing. Uh, and do, yeah, you, do you miss that? Of, like having a whole yeah. machine behind I mean, you? It feel like that with this project I just did with uh, Empire. They, okay. they basically put the whole machine behind me. But uh, hell yeah, I think that's way that's way better, bro. Like I don't care what nobody say. Like when you know when that machine behind you and they really do their job and you see that shit go from here to here like that, boom, it's booming. Like you can, you know what I'm saying. But if you're doing that on your own, then it's like, what's the point? Right. But you know, it's also a question of how much you want to play the game. Right. And then because you could be going and getting features from these hot new young artists and shit like, like that. For the for the free though. And yeah, these yeah. niggas paying a bag for it. Mm. And I'm pulling up on them same niggas getting that feature for free. Right. You feel me? And you know what I'm saying? Going to sell the product, you can go do whatever you can, whatever you want to with shit, because if it's yours. Mm. But, you know, it's both. It's, I feel like the glory would be better. It feel better. Like, if you're in it for that, if you're into that type of thing, the glory be better when you grind it out independent way mm. and you still win and get successful, but it just took a little longer. <coughs> that feel way better. That's that's the type of shit I'm in it for. Like, like that type of feeling at the end. <coughs> like, you feel me? <coughs> for sure. But who's, who's like, running Long Beach right now from your perspective? Man. Savvy third, bro. Right. For sure. But, I mean, Vince Staples. Mm. Ain't ever... Forget about Vince Stables. He's like, he a nigga, bro. He was like, left out the conversation. Oh, oh, but he kind of has gone in such a different not, direction a, musically. A, you know what I'm saying? But put him in that conversation, period. Well, they leave Tyler the Creator out the conversation about the kings of L.A. But, I mean, Ty, I mean Tyler's kind of in his own world it's, to it's, a, it's even a, more it's extreme. The same, it's you know? the same shit like that with Vince Stables. Yeah. How it is with Tyler the Creator in L.A. Right. But I mean, but, t- but but with Vince, it's like he's an actual crip from Long Beach who right, raps about right, street shit. That's right, very different right, than right, right, Tyler, right. too, yeah. Right, it's just a little different from everybody else's music, but they do leave him out. I, you got to mention that nigga because he, yeah, man, he earned that. Right. But, uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, when it just comes to terms of just who make this shit look the best, bros, it's obviously me. Like, you feel me? I can't deny that if I wanted to. Mm. But at this point, man, that feel good. That's cool. But it, it really it'll feel better like when your when your whole city on you feel me mm-hmm. and the, the niggas from your section that's really from your section like DW Flame yeah. to see him on like like you feel me like me that's I love that type of shit I'd rather see him on than a whole another random nigga you feel me mm-hmm. like he come from what I come from you right. feel me at the end of the day so that like I love that type of feeling too but just to take this shit as far as you can bro as far as I can and and, and always look back at where I started at. That always, you feel me, humble me up. Right, 100%. Why, sure. why do you wear the B hat? For babies. Oh, okay. I'm from Boston area, so I was just curious. Mm-hmm. For babies. And one time we had a security guard at the old store who would always wear a Boston hat, and he told us he's just a big Boston Red Sox fan, and I always felt like he was lying, but I didn't really know what it meant. Shit, I would have told you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're a security guard, you don't really want to yeah. be. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. Nigga I felt like he's like, job. I'm not going to tell these white people where the fuck Nigga I'm from. keep that job. Yeah, something like that. Um, okay, how do you feel about like the state of L.A. right now in general? Like We've seen a whole bunch of big rappers getting murdered over the last couple of months. They dangerous, man. Hey, it's like, I'm telling you, I don't know. Niggas be like, it, niggas getting smacked on live and all kind of shit. Mm. Keep your head on the swivel. It's cracking. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just what it is. If the life you chose, you already know, man, what's going on. So mm. I feel like, man, 
niggas just gotta stay dangerous and just you feel me move right you gotta move right don't slip up right but can't slip up but when you look at rappers who like start getting attention in la though do you do you feel like it's smart for them to just get the fuck away from all the bullshit or do you yeah. feel like you kind of need to keep a certain connection in order Sometimes, for people to even like you something i mean no if you're not thorough in your hood then that's how you're gonna feel right. but like when you when you like when you coming up in this shit your niggas that you been with every day that's from your section is gonna be coming up with you they always gonna have uh, uh support you you feel me so it's like you're not worried about that because they gonna like whoever is with you is with you you gotta get up out of there and go take them niggas with you and go fool like you probably show your face at certain little shit every time that his homies at but nigga ain't chilling in the set right like you feel me just like nah man but how you feel like people would look at you if you just moved to vegas right now they wouldn't say nothing i'm too i'm too much of a real one right we talking about my homies or just people period just in general, I've been moved out the set. I was having a conversation with Wack the other day, and I said something like that about somebody just moving to Vegas, and he he just goes, "A lot of snitches out there." Yeah, that's what. And I was just move. like, "All oh, right, that snitches is snitches everywhere, you know, though, man." That probably is what people assume sometimes when somebody gets out of town real quick. <laughs> snitches everywhere, dog. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. But Vegas he is right there. He sat this seat right here. He sat in this one. This the one he was sitting in. Okay, you got any beef with any rappers from LA or from Long Beach specifically? No. You're going back and forth with Jabba Loke a little bit, maybe. Who's that? No. Who is that? Just, just a thought. I saw a few little going back and forth on Instagram type shit. I ain't gonna lie, fool. I don't know who that is. I probably was talking about somebody else. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. Who? What? Hello. Interesting. I'll leave it alone. I won't, I won't press the issue. <laughs> but he's just in here, you know? We got we got to wonder what's going on. Who is good? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah. Fuck. I think I just hit the, the end of this list of questions. But, I mean, where are you at in terms of uh, what you're planning on? You got a project coming up real soon or? Yeah, I'm finna job. Let me be clear. That's the name of the project. Under Empire, I got Mr. One. Hot shit, hot shit. Matter of fact, it's cold, but this shit is like, it's amazing. It's my best body of work I ever put out, bro. My best, my best shit ever. My most, my most like, sat and calculated shit ever. You feel me? Right. It's, like, it's my best. I ain't never been this focused, ever. Do you feel like you got to really, like, progress with these pro project? And what does that look like for you at this point? Like, in what ways do you feel like you're still improving? Um, pulling that that top-tier music out. But you just got to, I don't know, you, like, every everybody know how they got to elevate. You feel me? Like, you would know an artist elevate. Like, this his sound, but on a way, like, like, on the next level, you feel me? Mm. It's his sound, but on the next level. Like, this just sound like he found his he found his groove. He found that bag that he was supposed to get in. Mm. So it's like, man, uh, I, I always look at how they receive it. You feel me? You're going to always feel me, uh, um, 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 contemplate that, like how they're going to receive it. You feel me? Like, so they always receive my shit well, and I know that this shit is like, Ten times better than all the other shit that I was just put together. It was it, it was nothing 
like this new shit. It wasn't well put together like this at all. You feel me? So it's like, I know they're going to be like, yeah, like this it. You feel like your fan base has stuck with you throughout all the years, even when they had to go a few years at a time without getting a project from you or anything? Uh, yeah, because I always make sure that I give them something, bro. I'm not going to lie. Uh, every I, when I was in jail, that I, that's when I dropped Snowboy, the first one. Okay. And that changed. That that, that went viral for me. Is it a relief when you get out of out of jail and then you drop a video and it does good views yeah. and you're just like, all right, they didn't move Man, on. Man, that's exactly <laughs> what we said. I swear to God, when I first seen the Truth Up video, I was like, this is it. Now the last step is to see how they're gonna uh, receive this shit. Right. When I dropped that motherfucker, I was like, yes. Just a relief. They know the kid, man. Did you have, you felt like you had to wait a little bit to do an interview? Like you wanted to get more accustomed to being out? Because you were supposed to do it like right after you got out. And then your manager, I think, was no, like, Let, let's ready. wait a month. Like, I ain't going to lie, bro. I, I, had to, I had to start over my whole wardrobe. Uh -huh. You feel me? Like literally everything. Because, man, I, I don't want to tell a story. But. Where your fits were all, bro, they're all old bro. and don't look right. <laughs> Jeans were too tight or something? Bro, I had to get rid of all my old drip. Like, everything. So, I wasn't ready. I'm like, damn, I got to get some, you feel me? I got to get right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not ready for it. You feel me? The worst is when the homie goes in and he gets all buff and then they come out and their clothes are too tight. <laughs> you got to make it look good. Yeah. I've seen that a couple of times. And you you just, always see that, though. That's how I was the first time I you, got out. You don't want to tell him. You don't want to be like, hey, bro, you look whack right now. Nah, you fat. You, you <laughs> thick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look at Cuz. He got ass. You know what right. I'm saying? What's the first thing you do when you when you got out this time? Uh, the first thing I did yeah. was hold my son. Mm. You feel me? Oh, my son. Is that the hardest part, being away? That's the hardest part. How old right now? Me too. About to be three. Shit, man. I got a 15-month-old, so I feel you. Yeah, I'll I, I be seeing it. Man, yeah. I, it's the best job ever, though. Right. But did that make... You didn't have a kid when you went in the first time, right? Mm -mm. So was it way harder just knowing Bro, you were missing out on that? Way harder, fool. Way harder. Like, man, I'd be like, I miss my baby, nigga. Like, mm -hmm. I want to go home to my baby. Right. That nigga missed me, but I was glad that it was. I was getting this shit over with early in his life. I'm never going to leave him again. Mm. I'm not ever going to jail again. Right. Did it, did it feel like you, the kid, didn't recognize you, or like you didn't have that same connection that he had when you went in? That's how. That's how I was feeling. That's what made me used to make me sad. Like that's I feel like cut, like he forgetting me. Like you feel me? I, I feel like he uh, he don't know who his daddy is, but he used to always like like bring my spirits up. Daddy, daddy, you feel me? Then he'd come visit me. <laughs> to get visit, so that's how I kept him in my life. You feel me? Every weekend I visit him. Okay, that's dope. But it was hard. But the first time it was super hard. I went through a lot of shit that first time, bro. Mm. Like I went through a lot of shit. But just that one thing about my son not being with me, it was it was super hurtful being in there going through that. But the first time when I did that four years. I think I went through a lot. I lost my nigga Lionel. Mm. I killed by the police. Same year. Damn. Same year. Nigga went through that shit with the bitch, man. The bitch broke my heart, man. Mm. Damn, really? Had me sick. A lot of people won't admit to that. Stupid bitch. <laughs> How many years you put in on that one? Like six, nigga. Jesus. We raised each other, but we ain't going to get into that. Damn. She changed me. Really? Made you... Colder? She made me boss up and get a record deal. Wow. And spend it on another bitch. 
I like this guy. <laughs> no bad. Explain your name for the people who don't. Savvy. Savvy third. Savvy third. My hood, my set. We say savvy. You go to Long Beach and you say the word savvy. That's an insane term. Okay. You feel me? Like that came from insane. Savvy. You feel me? Uh, and then third, I made a stand for a lot of shit, but y'all know. You feel me? Like my hood, we do threes. Right. Like, feel me? We we do threes, triples. From but, an outsider perspective, insane Crips has got to be one of the coolest sounding gang names. Let's be real. Yeah, and we the most notorious. The most. Like the most, bro. It ain't no gang like the Baby Insanes. Right. Like the Insane Cribs. Right. Like, I swear to God. You, you still got that pride. Look at you. You like, still, real, still smiling nah, like nah, you're so proud it, to be a part of it. Yeah. I love the shit. I, like I ain't going to lie, fool, because, man, I love the shit. But, yeah, uh, my name, it come, it come, it, it come from now. It, it used to be Savvy T because uh. my first name started with a T. Right. And coming up, it was a Savvy T in high school. Right. And then when I started rapping, I changed to Savvy 3 mm. in the streets. Like, you feel me? I tell niggas my name's Savvy 3. Then when I really started rapping, like, Savvy 3rd sound way better. Sound like a rap name. Right. But when I, like, like, when I introduced myself, I said, I'm Savvy 3. Okay. That's my original, like, just nickname. That's not my other name, though. For sure. Hey, I, I got to point this out. This is, this is legendary right now. Yeah, it's Desto. <laughs> That's pretty crazy, smoke. right? That's all we smoke. They're, they're fucking the amazing. Hey, bro, that nigga's a co-hustler. That's what I'm saying. Shout out to Desto Doug. A whole lot of it. He always tell me I inspire him, but he Awful inspires the fuck out of me. Um, You feel like your fans are open to you making less street music, or do you sometimes yeah, feel sure. like you're kind of in I always switch it up. Okay. They know they know I'm about to transition to just pure pop in a minute. Really? They know I am. They know I've been a singer, nigga. Mm. I've been a singer. <laughs> but I'll ra rap circles around a nigga. You can be like Al Green by the time you're 40? Yeah. I'll be getting them niggas mixed up. Him, Marvin Gaye, and all them niggas. I ain't going to lie. That kind of thing, you know? You ever just want to get on the mic and just croon? Yeah. Mm. For real. I respect that. And just, just melodize and vibe out. That'd be a good development. Hell yeah. If it really sound good, though, you know good music when you hear it. Mm, that's you a fact. Me? They'll let you transition if it's really hard. Yeah, like, 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 I was gonna drop the third off my name and just say Savvy. It sounds more marketable. Mm. But it was just a thought. But then it doesn't stand out exactly. as much either, you know? It's not exactly. as unique. It was just a thought, you know? Yeah. That's, that's an independent, that's what an independent artists go through, just different moves. And just try to rappers with like gang based names a lot of times <laughs> end up kind of wanting to scale it back a little bit when they get older. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. At least you don't got a Lil, because then all of a sudden you're 40, you got right. you want to get rid of the Lil, you know. But most people say savvy, like they think it come from that word. Like mm. they get, they think I'm trying to like say my name is savvy, like the word. Right. But you know, they don't get it right. I've it's learned like, to not try to decode right. names that seem like they're street related, because it's usually some shit that's too complicated. Yeah. If yeah. you're not from Long Beach, you wouldn't get my name. You right. Feel me? Or if you're not from like LA County or whatever, hundred percent, you wouldn't really get my name. But you just think it's just savvy third, like. Right. Whatever. Yo, I could tell you that I am actually genuinely excited for for this next project that you drop because I'm I'm excited to see where you take things from here. You you put out a lot of heat over the years, but I feel like I feel like I'm gonna make everybody like I'm gonna raise stand the bar up for and my, pay attention. Yeah, bro. Like mm -hmm. I'm gonna really raise the bar for myself, bro. And I'm, I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's one of the most proudest feelings I ever felt when it comes to like my music. Cause like if you're an artist, you know that. Like after you finish a project and you know like it's time to drop or pick a date, like that's a good feeling that mm -hmm. you got. 
So you like if you feel good after you sequence the album, you feel me, and then you know like exactly what songs about to like be shown to the world or your fan base, you feel good about that. So this time I really feel like the best I ever felt. Like how they gonna receive? They gonna go crazy for this shit. Mm. Like the features I got, it's all elevation. You feel me? Like you know, like you leak any of the features? Uh. We got Mozzie on there. Mm. Shout out Mozzie. We got Shorty on there. Mm. Shorty, Shorty. We got Rumble. Shout out Rumble. Blast. Ooh, Blast. Uh, I ain't going to say the other one. Okay. <laughs> wow, because you're not sure it's going to happen? <coughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure it's gonna happen. <laughs> but if it happened, if it happened, <clears throat> you gonna know that's the one you was talking about. Oh. <clears throat> All right, for sure. Mm -hmm. Dom. Ooh, okay. But I ain't gonna say the other one. Okay. Now that's the last one. Dom Dom needs all his flowers right now. What? We was just giving them to him. Hmm. That's a big bro, man. Facts. He up there, sure. Legend. I've been a Dom K fan since I was like 14 when I first started. Mm. Yeah. 100%. All right, man. I appreciate it. Everybody keep an eye out for that project dropping soon. Oh, yeah. March. March Madness, man. It's time. March Madness. I promise you. I swear to God. Y'all could bash me forever after this. If this project don't give y'all what y'all want, man, just don't ever listen to me again. If this ain't the next level, Savvy, Stop listening to me. Write me off. Call me a snitch. I swear to God, I'm in that one bag. Dead homies, let me be clear. It's coming next month. I swear to God. Confidence right there. Dead homies, I'm not playing, bro. Call me a snitch. I never I'll heard that. And this this, this, this probably the only interview I'm going to do. I ain't planning on doing no interview. I don't got no reason to do no interview. Stay mysterious. So, nigga, yeah. Once y'all hear this, tomorrow, whenever... Y'all know, my shit coming next month, finna drop another video, and we coming. I swear to God, if you don't fuck over everything that come out around that time, don't ever, just don't listen to me no more. No more. Ever again. Opinion. L.A. is poised, needs a street moment right now, music-wise. I'm the savior. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna earn it, too. Again. And again. I'm going to back my talk. Promise you. The right like way. It. That's what I'm talking about. Appreciate you, Adam. Right there. Zavi, appreciate you, man. Locust hat. Much love, dog. Respect. No Jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, Patreon, TikTok, No Jumper, Instagram, all that shit. Like, comment, subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Shout out Long Beach. Cheer.